I always want people to be in flux, in the midst of change. If I have a client who's not moving, not doing anything different, you know, I'm worried about them, you know, and my, and my goal is to get change happening, something different. And, and I usually am not very discerning about what's different. I just want it to be different for them. And then once change happens, whether it's the right change or not, things start moving and changing for the better. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Undo Anxiety Podcast. This is Dr. John Duffy. I am, as always, your host, and um, I appreciate the time you protect to spend a little time with me on the podcast every week. Joining me once again this week is Julie Duffy. Hey. Hey. And um, in uh, the name of unraveling and undoing some of our undue anxiety, Julie and I are here today to talk about transitions, change. Um, and we are in the midst of one as we speak, right? We are um, in the fallout of a transition. We, yeah. we dropped our, our one and only son, George, a pretty good guy. Great guy. A great guy. Um, off to his senior year in college. And, um, Which is so bizarre. It's bizarre. It goes super fast. If you're dropping your freshman off, the the distance between where you are and where we are is 15 minutes, right? Yeah, it seems I mean, like it's it. It's crazy. Um, and, uh, and so we were talking about, like, you know, whether it's difficult or easy or, you know, wh- what do you make of it? Because I think we both feel a little pathos today. We're a little off kilter, wouldn't you say? Yeah, 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 for sure, for yeah. sure. We love, 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 love having George home. And... Um, yeah, it's a blast. And we love going down to Bloomington. We love taking him down there. We, it's always John's birthday weekend, and we have a traditional dinner, although this year was kind of a bust. But um, that part... We, we typically bring um, a number of kids, but we also have a niece and a nephew who are George's yep. age. Jack and Grace, shout out. Shout out. Um, all seniors. And Nancy, their mama. Yep. And so, um, so anyway... It's so fun to have George home, and yet he's in a really good place, and he's doing really well. So it's also really fun um, to get him where he should be, right? I mean, you know, totally. like being here at home, and you know, it's not the normal course of things, right? So I'm glad he's there. I think he's happy there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's so great. He, he had a great summer. It was great having him home. It's a blast, um, and he's. Down in Bloomington, ready to go. It's, it's so it's so fun to be down there. We're we're like, he moved into a house with four other guys, and they're again seniors, and we were there, you know, for a couple of days putting furniture together and getting and with my sister in law Nancy. We overstayed so, so, our welcome. So Jack and George cousins are living together in this house with three other guys, and so mommy Nancy and mommy Julie and dad, <laughs> daddy John, Mike. Uh, their dad was not there. He was busy, but um, we were there doing a lot of fluffing and uh, rug shopping, putting together actually, things and rug hanging shopping things. for twenty one. And the boys men. are probably like, "Get the hell out of here!" They're, <laughs> like, they're men. They're not boys. They're grown men. No, George I know. Be twenty two in a month. No, and, and George is cool with it. He's, you know, he's sweet as pie. But you know, like the on day two when you know one of the boys. Opened the bathroom door and I was in there putting my makeup on. He was probably like, 
oh my God, she's still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we overstayed our welcome. I mean, uh, we did it freshman year too. You know, we've been there for a couple of days, probably every year. Yeah, well, we don't. I mean, yeah. It's not like we we were there. We go run errands with George. We go to dinner, and then they go out late at night. I mean, it's not like we are invasive. But I did think, you know, for the guys, the other guys in the house whose parents were not there, probably probably appropriately ever, <laughs> because they're they've been men. For you know, three Nancy, years. John, and I are like, you know, Nancy's setting up the kitchen. Bless her heart. We just wanted, to, you know, I guess in our in our mommy minds, we just want to know that at least it starts out all. Good, and they have everything they need. <laughs> Which is insane, because honestly, if you could see the house they live in, it's so not a college house. It's like somebody's house. George has a room that's like, honestly, it's, it's bigger than any room in our house, like by a lot. Like, anyway. So one thing I was thinking about with this whole thing yeah. is um, when we were kids and our parents dropped us off, we might be in touch once a week. Like there'd be a phone call or oh, right. like that, right? Yep. Um, I called my parents on Sunday night and it was usually brief. And then I was off doing my thing. And um, and and I think that was the norm. My my friend Mike, he was on, he, he talked to his parents once a week. Pete talked to his parents once every totally two norm. weeks. I, I remember yeah. like, you know, and then I, I you know, I, I think I think Joe hardly ever called home. What was up with Joe? I gotta wonder. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't want to talk. He didn't want to talk. So the difference now, if you have a kid that's going off now, the difference now is, you know, like like we are texting George about the Cubs game today. You know, like it's not like we're not in contact with him. We no, are we, in contact uh, he, with him every single day. Yep. And 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 people have asked me, like as a professional, do you think that's a good thing? Or do you think there's like too much attachment there? And um and my answer is typically, quite honestly, I don't care <laughs> because I'm not going to not be in touch with George every day for the rest of my life. That's just not going to happen. Well, I mean, I, I think it depends. Um, you know, I think it's fine. We usually are texting about something like the Cubs or something funny. You know, it's his not circuit, like his it's not breaker like, went down today. So it's not like, how are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? Is everything OK? Is everything OK? That's his least favorite question. No, and, no, and no. His least favorite question to is what's wrong. <laughs> I don't. I'm not crazy about that question either. By the way. No, I know, but it's it's different. Your least favorite rendition of that is. Are you? Okay? Are you okay? <laughs> it's usually in a moment when I'm decidedly not okay. But anyway, so it's different now. So so it's hard to really honestly say you miss your kids when you're in contact with your kids. Like I can. Im- I would imagine that within. 10 days of right now, we will see George's face on Skype or FaceTime or something, right? Yeah. Um, And so, you know, that eases the transition, I think, a little bit. But also, it's like, I can't imagine the alternative. You know what I mean? Like, I I use the um, allegory of standing water, you know, kind of a still pond versus rushing water. And I always want people to be in flux, in the midst of change. If I have a client who's not moving, not doing anything different, you know, I'm worried about them, you know, and my and my goal is to get change happening, something different. And and I usually am not very discerning about what's different. I just want it to be different for them. And then 
once change happens, whether it's the right change or not, things start moving and changing for the better. So I think change, it's it's inevitable. It, hap- it, it It's always happening. And I think by and large, it's a good thing. It's a thing to embrace oh, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. whole. And so now we're focused on what what our next steps are going to be, you know? So today we're just kind of like, eh. <laughs> eh. And we got to make a podcast. <laughs> eh. Yeah. Excuse me. Eh. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, having, like, we're having long we like stretches George, in the day. We like, we like George around. We like talking about George. And, you know, so our transition out of that is usually a little like, oh, it's just you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that is that what it is? I, I wasn't sure what, no, what the attitude was. No, I mean, right, a little bit. Not not just you, not really, but we're both a little off. <laughs> <laughs> just processing so, the moment. No, 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 no. Um, no, but it, I, I think I think it is hard because our house is a little quieter. Um, friends of ours, well, my brother sent two kids off. Their house is way quieter. Yeah. Friends of ours just sent their senior and freshman off, and I think it's tough to have two go, you know? Yeah, I mean, just for a day. Like, honey, I don't mean that, you know, really mean that. But we both, like, when you would come home from work in the summer, if George wasn't home, if he was out, you were bummed. <laughs> Super bummed well, you that it was just me. You want to see the guy. You always want to see the guy. You want to see the guy. The guy is the thing. The, guy's the, th- the guy is a pretty great thing. Well, so I we're guess just, we're transitioning out of that. And, and yeah, we're thinking about next steps um, and how our autumn is going to look, our fall and our, um, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I want to I pause here for a second. Okay. So I'm going to pause and take a little break from transitions because we're really – really not nailing that, um, and talk uh, about parenting for a second. So we're talking about the guy being the thing, right? Um, we're And we are crazy about our kid. And you could catch Julie and I on the worst day of his 21 years on the planet, and we would be saying the same thing. The guy. I love the guy. I love the guy. <laughs> that guy is my favorite guy yeah, right there. Yeah, he's my favorite guy. And... and um, and there's, there's something about that that has worked for our family. Um, uh, never I, – I, I can think of two moments of conflict that George and I have had two in, in two decades, and they were both on me. Um, I flipped out um, inappropriately, and I ended up apologizing to him. But, um, you know, p- people bring their kids in – to me all the time, and, and we end up talking about how, how difficult parenting is. Um, and I think one thing I want to say, it, it, it is difficult. In a lot of circumstances, it is difficult. We have had extraordinarily, extraordinary good luck, good fortune, but part of it is that we have always stayed connected with George. Like, you know, on any given day, um, we we would laugh together and we would um, be playful together. And we have a million in-jokes, um, just the three of us. And, uh, and that, that stuff carries you as a family. It does, you know? Like, yeah. um, and so, you know, if we have a tough time, which, you know, every family does, um, I, I, I think we're resilient to it in, in a way that we wouldn't be if we weren't, if we weren't um, saying we love the guy. You know what I mean? Like, so it's hard because, um, 
by the time a parent is bringing a kid into my office, something's gone askew, right? We're either in conflict or we're sad for our kid because our kid is sad or or sad for our kid because our kid is anxious or alone or whatever. And, um, and so those situations can be so difficult as a parent. And what I see parents do way too often, and, um, and it's hard not to do, is not, not give, the, give their kids that um, unconditional regard constantly. You know what I mean? And, unconditional and, and that, positive regard. And that ear, like the, just that, that, you know, I'm going to hear you out no matter what you have to say. Um, you know, like even if it's bad news to me, even if I don't want to hear that you're sad, you got, I want to, I want to know it, you know, mm-hmm. and that, well, we did, we, we were talking to a mom recently who had to deal with that with her daughter who was being dropped off at school. And, and, it, and it's so difficult not to try to talk your kid out of feeling the way he or she feels. Um, but I can assure you that that is never the remedy. It just doesn't work. You know, we all want to be validated. Until until somebody hears us, we can't move on. You know what I mean? We, we, we're like stuck. We're in ruts, like a car stuck in mud. And, you know, I, I think once we feel like, okay, I'm heard. There's this room, this space is created around us. And we're like, now I can move. Now I can go out. I can go out with my friends or whatever. I can do the next thing. But unless you're heard, you can't do the next thing, you know? So uh, uh, note to parents, create that space for your kids to do the next thing. And the way to do it is to hear them out, you know, Um, on the worst day, hear them out. Yeah. Yeah. That was a left turn. (laughs) (laughs) That was a major left turn. On the worst day and the best day. And the best day. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. You know, like um, there's there's something to celebrate in that kid and, you know, and and give yourself the the luxury of doing it because um, there's also the gratification of seeing your child get freed from the spot they're stuck in, you know, like and that you play... Um, some instrumental role in that, you know, um, and, and, and I, and I mean that sincerely like that. Um, I don't know that I've seen an exception to that. And, and yet I've seen families where, um, kid and parent dig their heels in so hard and never hear each other out. And, and then they're just at war for months and months and years. And you know what I mean? And then I'm just like kind of trying to mitigate the war, you know? Um, better story is always like, listen, you know? I always figure, you know, like kids don't behave the way they behave just to challenge your parenting. You know, like they're they're behaving that way for a reason, even if they're being, you know, um, oppositional and defiant. Right. One of my least favorite um, diagnoses. So, so what about parents who are feeling <laughs> Okay, let's let's talk. Okay. Yeah, what about the parents so now the kids are they're starting school, maybe you dropped them off at college and hopefully they're uh, finding their footing. Yeah. Uh and whether it's freshman footing or senior footing and um so how do we transition out of you know, not out of. How do we transition? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so wait, wait. Let me broaden it first before we answer the question. Let's let's address everyone because I think I think dropping your kid off at first grade 
Oh yeah, it a, yes, right. Yes. It's, a, it's a difficult moment. Like it, it's a, it's a celebratory moment, and there's pathos. There's a it, it's a yin and yang. Thing, well, it's right? passages. It's passages, yeah. And, and yeah. So as a mom of a senior in college, you <laughs> wonder how did this happen? How did this go so fast? And how old am I again? And how That's many passages me. are left? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, are we running out of passages? Because I kind of feel like maybe I am. Well, I think this. I think um, I think you allow yourself to um, grieve. Is it's a little it's a little heavy a word, but to feel the feels. You know what I mean? Like so, we got a little something going on that feels a little funky today, right? You know, because it's the guy's gone. You know, the guy's gone for a couple of months before fall break or something. Or unless, unless, if, if the Cubs make it deep into the into the uh, playoffs, you know George likes to come home for that. So you know if if the Cubs make it deep, I may be making a run down to Bloomington to pick up the guy. Yeah, and, then, and, and, and then let's be honest, our favorite moment of today was when we were on the phone with George for thirty seconds. No, okay, a minute and a half, um, helping him figure out that he just needed to. Sp- flip the circuit breaker to turn the AC on because he wrote and said the, the air conditioning stopped working and like the, dis, the disposal maybe. So John just called him and he got on, he was on speaker and he, he was like, oh yeah. Oh, where's the, where's the breaker box, Tyler? Oh, here it's in your room. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 And he flipped it and it worked. So that was, that was the most joyful moment of our day. It was, it was also Sad, my handiest true. moment uh, in my, in my life probably. That I, was, I think when I that actually, was super handy. Right. I mean, right? I think I sounded like I knew what I was talking about with the whole breaker box. I wasn't sure the thing wasn't going to blow, but I was pretty sure. You seemed like Mr. Fix-It. I did. You're super confident. Yeah. And I, I don't. Said, There's a little orange strip, but you're going to see an orange strip. You want to click that like on off like a light switch. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, he, it if, worked. If, it was if beautiful. If there's an appliance that's not working in your house, go to the breaker box, look for the orange strip, and turn it on and off, and that appliance will start working yeah. again like magic. I don't know how the electricity gets in there. I've, I've heard elves. <laughs> um, all right, so so the transition, right? Um, you got to let yourself feel what you feel, right? You got to have the day like this where you're like, you feel a little funky, and um, but you don't want to have a week like this. That's what I think. I think you get you let right. yourself have I don't. a day, and then you get back to it. And and to our credit, I think we got back to it today. Yeah, we uh, we worked out like mofos. I mean, really, it was pretty <laughs> impressive, right? How about that. Yeah, we did work. We worked out. We had smoothies. We had smoothies. We had a lot. We had talks. Uh, we're recording a podcast. It's all happening. It's, it's happening. As as it's yep. happening. Yeah, yep. it's a Sunday. But uh, yeah, so you know, give yourself the moment, and then. And then there's opportunity on the back end of the moment, you know, like um, like you and I have this freedom, right? Because George is a full-blown adult. We are free to do whatever we want. We can go We can go on the speaking circuit now. We can go on the podcast circuit, right? We can, right. We can record a podcast right. a day. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could we could start a radio show. I'm just I'm just floating that out to the universe as a possibility. Something that could happen one yep, day. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um but uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's the way to handle a lot of transitions, even really really difficult ones. You got you got to have the moment. I, I, for some reason, I'm thinking back to when when my dad died and when my brother Tom died, and um, you know, and and those were uh, one, my, when my dad died, he was sick, and so that was a transition we could anticipate, kind of. Although 
he was such a spirited dude. Like I, you know, 20 years later, I still can't believe he's gone. And, um, and so, (laughs) um, I had a, uh, I didn't do what I, I didn't take my own advice at the time. I, um, I just plowed ahead. We closed on our first property we ever bought and, uh, we were painting it one day, three weeks later. And, um, I flipped out on the friend, Chad, Shout out to Chad. Hey, Chad. Um, Chad and I were painting the ceiling of the basement apartment of the place. We bought it too flat with we friends of ours. We bought it too ours. flat. And, uh, and I flipped out on Chad and started yelling at him. And he said, I think you might want to take a little break, a little breather. <laughs> and so I went and took a long drive and finally grieved my dad. So probably would have been better for me to do it in the moment, somewhere closer to the time he died. But I did finally... Let myself do. Well, it happens when it, it happens when it happens. Yeah, yeah. And listen, um, the- I remember just and it, this is not to compare the two, but this just popped into my head when we dropped George off freshman year. He was so ready and owning it and introducing himself to everyone and rooming with his best friend and his two really close cousins again that we just mentioned Jack and Grace were with him so we left George in this big happy group and Sarah and you know Haley and Chaos and everyone they met just you know so there was this big happy group of kids we left him with and we had we were (laughs) then off to Vegas which that's another hilarious story but um I wasn't one of our friends, George's best friend's mom cried her way all the way home. Right. I did not cry at all until I, after I went grocery shopping for the first time. After we got back from Vegas, um, I realized how joyless <laughs> grocery shopping was so boring and joyless and drab. That's when I, I had my moment. I pulled into the driveway after grocery shopping for the first time after George left, and uh, I, had some, had, I had a few tears. Yeah, I think I think um, you got to take the moments when they come, and sometimes you know um, there's um, Elizabeth Kubler Ross is is a psychologist who came up with these five stages of grief, and um, and I've never met anybody who's gone through those stages in a nice, clean, linear fashion. You know, um, so I, I've had people in my office say, "I think I'm." doing this wrong because I'm not like going through denial and then anger and then, right. you know, um, uh, what is it, dealing or negotiating or whatever. Um, and I don't, unless unless you're fighting it with every fiber of your being, like I probably did after my dad died, um, I don't, I, you're probably not doing it wrong um, if you allow yourself to, to feel what you feel. And, you know, you do get permission to feel something. You know, like some people feel like, you know, oh, my kid's like healthy and strong. And, you know, we, we feel this way, right? Like, you know, what, what do we have to be sad about? You know, like we're so lucky. And yet, you know, there's a little pathos around it. Yeah. And, you know, um, so, you know, there's always a lot of people will come into my office also and talk about how, you know, well, there are people who are who have it a lot worse than me. And, yeah, that's true, you know, um, but. There's something about that argument that doesn't give you permission right. to feel anything, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and we all get to feel what we feel. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if, if we come by it honestly, and by and large, we do. Um, so, uh, so, so that's probably the core advice when it comes to transitions, right? Um, 
there's two parts of it. One is go. the transition is hard, and oftentimes there's some difficulty, some grief, some pathos, some sadness surrounding it, right? Yeah, because we—so here's the truth. When George is home <laughs> every morning— <laughs> He texts us when he wakes up. No, this is this is not during the work week because he had an internship. But uh, and we brew coffee quickly at Nakirig and run up into his room. We all sit there and have coffee. Uh, not, so, not every family is going to work that way. I that's what we do. <laughs> so we miss that. Um, anyway, I just yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we do. Everybody, I, I, maybe every family's got their quirks and stuff. Although that, I love that. That's I. I, I love. Of course, I love that. I, we love that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm describing. Julie's gone us. through a box of Kleenex, by the way. No, the I haven't. Twenty minutes. No, I haven't. Um, no. Um, and then, but then you got to move on. You yeah. got it. You can't sit in that place where you're just sad about the, the guy. You know what I mean? Because the guy's good. Guy's so good. See, and and a lot of a lot of this isn't like you know. There's not much to be sad about. There's some really cool passages happening, and if you can celebrate like every step along the way, especially if you're like like us, and it's like you know you've just dropped a kid off at school, you're drop, about to drop your kid off at the first day of uh, middle school, whatever, um, and there's an element of sadness, and you know a little more quiet, and then but there's also opportunity in that, and. Yeah. You got to marshal your forces and think like, okay, I've got a little more time on my hands, or I've got yeah, and, and and there's a mandate affiliated with that, like let's go, let's do something important now, you know, like we've gotten our kids to this point, that's the mightiest work we can do. Now, now what, right? What what have we learned? What have we picked up in that period of time that we can deliver out into the universe? That's a good way to look at it, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> What are you thinking? That I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> I need a job. So if anyone wants to hire me, um, you know, let me know. I think this. <laughs> I think you and I are going to create a mission that that is going to um, preclude you needing a job. But um, Julie's resume is uh, is on her website. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally just looked at him like, "What the hell are you going to say?" Um, um, Okay, is there any, what, are we missing anything? Is there anything else important here? Um, I don't know. Just sending love out to everyone who, uh, as they start this new year, um, and all the kiddos, <laughs> have a good year. And to the parents, like, to, you know, think, yeah, about, you that's know what I, think about what the passage means to you, you know, like, and... and um, and let it mean something, you know, um, you know, like when I think about George being 21, I think like, okay, you know, now we, we've, um, he's launched and, and we ha- have things to do now, right? Yeah. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> Julie's still working through it. <laughs> always. 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 All right. Um, so yes, best to everybody. Uh, kids have a great year. Parents have a great year. That's the that's go through the thing. Yeah, allow yourself to feel the thing, and then let's move on. Yeah. Um, Okay. This is the Undo Anxiety Podcast. I'm Dr. John Duffy. This is Julie Duffy. 
You can say. Oh, hey. Hey. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> um, you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and WGN Plus. And on my website, drjohnduffy.com. If you have any thoughts, ideas, questions, comments, or smart remarks regarding the podcast, write me at johngduffy at drjohnduffy.com. Uh, so appreciate you taking some time to spend with us here today. Hope you learned a little something about transitions and about how quirky the Duffy lifestyle is. And I will talk to you next time. <laughs>